Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Three up it is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime! As you go for a rip, often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the world of outlaws. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post joined by Aaron Evernham here in our Concord, North Carolina studios. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Got a little, uh, got a little, uh, little fumes in my gills and some dirt fumes. in my beer, Gosh. and uh, I was good. Uh, and everything is good. But, um, yeah, I went down to uh, Traveler's Rest Speedway on Thursday night. USCS was in town. Thursday night there, Friday night Carolina Speedway. Saturday, <coughs> Saturday they were supposed to go at Cherokee. They got there and got rained out. Um, they were doing actually with uh, Carolina Sprint Tour, so 305s and 360s oh, yeah, on the yeah. same program. But they got rained out. They've got a rescheduled date for September. But And I was just talking with you before the thing. I just... It's been a weird year for me getting to sprint car races. We had had some planned and things didn't work out here. I had planned the rest of my life around that. Um, I have two daughters that within the next month, I'll be an empty nester. And so we're doing a lot of things together. It's all good. So we had some stuff planned. And so I scheduled every other waking hour to be with my daughters. And then when the plans went upside down here with with MRN, with Wing Nation, then I end up without sprint car races. So. It's been one of those years um, where I haven't been to many sprint car races, but uh, boy, Thursday night just getting down there in the pits just makes me, it's like I've got I've to figure a way to get to got more sprint fix. car races. Got my fix a little bit. Um, you know, talk to the usual cast of characters, Brian Kemen, uh, there were he, and, he is Christopher Bell's father-in-law. Yeah. Brian, of course, longtime crew chief, and, and um, he actually talked about the Knoxville Nationals that you qualified and <laughs> seeing the sunrise the next morning, because that was the year that Schaefer won yep. it also. Yep. Um, with, with Brian calling the shots there. Um, just love the people yep. of sprint car racing and USCS. And just had a great visit with Terry Gray. My gosh, Terry Gray is just, God, he's just a cool dude. Yeah, just fun. Just, yep. just fun being in the pits. And it's, that's the thing. I, I, I literally just said to Aaron beforehand, I swear that, um, I swear that, I could go to a sprint car race, get there two hours before engine heat or hot laps, two hours before hot laps, and I could leave it hot laps and be fine. Yeah. Would prefer to stay and see the races, but it's just the people. The catching up. Catching and the up. catching up when they've got the time. Catching up when they've got the time. And, and I'm yeah. one of those, I'm one of those where I'm pretty, and this is really no matter where I'm at. If I'm at a late model stock race, if I'm at a NASCAR race, if I'm not working a practice and qualifying show, I'm not in the garage area. 
Yeah. They don't need one more fat guy in the middle of there getting in the way. <laughs> and I'm the same way when they start putting engine heat in yeah. or getting ready for hot laps. Make my way. The other thing is, is everyone's like, you've got to give me a pit pass. got to give me a pit pass. The very best place to watch racing from is the grandstands. Yeah. And so I like to just go in the stands then and grab myself a bag of popcorn. I was going to say your popcorn. Popcorn. Got to have my popcorn and soda pop and go on. So it was cool. And that night, um, Gavin Bochelle, who is uh, Christopher and Brian's driver, picked up the win. Yeah. So, uh, and Gavin's one of our Millbridge kids and uh, doing well. I think that was win seven or eight for the Kemenaw. Uh, Bell team uh, between micros and sprint cars. Uh, Their goal was 10, and it was still July when they got number seven. Wow. So I think they're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Gavin did a really nice job. I've watched Gavin race a lot out at Millbridge. And and he's an up on the fence hot dogger. He's 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 one of those kids that's not afraid to go. This was a this was a single file yeah. around the bottom of the racetrack. Travelers Rest. Uh, um Eric Riggins said the annual parade at Travelers Rest, and that's fine. It is what it is. Okay. We all understand that. Um Gavin in lap traffic did a wonderful job dealing with lap traffic and getting back down in line and getting his momentum back up before he attacked the next car. Yeah. And I I've seen a lot out of Gavin that I really impressed with, but I probably was most impressed with uh, the last eight or ten laps watching him navigate traffic because that is a tough task yeah, to do. And you get out of the groove and you're just hanging on. And so how he would how he would barrel you in around and try to cut down in front of the lap cars, and then he would work to get his momentum back up and get to the next one. Um, I was just extremely impressed with his driving ability uh, as a 16 years old. He's 16 years old. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff. So great to be at the racetrack for sure. And um, all kinds of great stuff. Let's get into our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics, uh, Aaron. All-Star Circuit of Champions, their annual visit. You know when they grow into Knoxville, business is picking up. Yep. Uh, 51 cars, and it was a who's who. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it was done, it was a very familiar face in Victory Lane <laughs> this year. Gosh, Rico I love it. is just rolling. He is. He is just in 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 that car, uh, you know. Not only Ricky has that car doing things, but we had Rico on last week. The confidence, yep. The just everything. Rico is in that handful of drivers that could win the that that would be favorites for sure for sure to win the Knoxville. Yeah, Nationals. I mean Williams Grove, the high limits race at Grandview. I mean he's just picking yeah, them off right he now. Is picking them up and laying them down. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, good stuff from Rico. I love this top five. Rico, Buddy Kofoid, but then I like these next three. Mm-hmm. Justin Henderson, Austin McCarl, and Brian Brown. I, we, I, I just think that we need to keep an eye on a, a Knoxville local or two this year. Yeah. I just really feel like I, Brownie, we had him on our TV show last week. We have Austin McCarl on this week, and they're both in really, really mm-hmm. good spots. I think lot, it's Brownie's year. Lot of I'm speed. going with Brown. You like Brownie? I, I, like I Brown. would not be surprised at all uh, yeah. on that. I mean, and uh, man, they'd loot that Casey's General Store across the street, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh my God, they'd tear that place up. Uh, no, um, I just I, I, I love I, I love where we're at with Knoxville this year. Um, granted, there's the guys like Rico that have really stood out, but that doesn't mean. And then you know, and then there's Donnie who just rolled into Eldor and won yeah, the Kings Royal. Never rule him. Never out. rule him out, but. I just think that I think that Austin uh, Justin's run there, Justin Henderson's run, yeah. uh, Brownie, and then of course uh, you get to the world of outlaws and you got gravel, Macedo, and Sweet. Yeah, this is unreal what we're watching. It really is. It was weed sport this weekend. Yeah. Gravel's won last of the three of the last four races there. 
gravel macedo and how about i love it the buckeye bullet from 16th to third just digging on that dry so slick racetrack. fun to watch. When I, I didn't get to watch the race, and I saw the race, someone posted about Dave running third, and I just it just put a smile on my face. Like, who could not yep. be happy for the Buckeye Bullet? Yeah, and here's, here's something I really took, and I, and I started the show, we talked about good sprint car people. Uh, Gravel did an Instagram post, and David Gravel's social media is head and shoulders. Yeah. And he talked in that post, he was riding or going somewhere, doing something that was post-race. And he talked about how cool it was to share a podium with Dave Blaney. Yeah. In just that respect. Mm-hmm. Dave Blaney is all respect. And to see him go 16th to third, I'm telling you, you get a dry slick racetrack mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what series sanctioning about it, who you're with, you put the Buckeye bullet out there <laughs> and he's going to be fun yeah. to watch. And he was rolling. So I love that. Really, really good stuff. Gravel's 10th win of the season. And he joins Freddie Raymer, who also won Saturday night at yep. Lincoln. Freddie has 11, A.J. Flick and David Gravel now have 10 wins this season. So there's a three of them in the, yeah. in the double in digits. In July. In July. Um, I deleted that note from our notes. But the other guy that is closing in is Dobmeyer. He won two this week at NOSA. He's up to nine. So Mark Dobmeyer is Who rolling. missed the beginning of the season. Yeah, exactly. And was like, are you going to race or not? You know, I mean, hold my beer. There's, yeah, there's a whole bunch of people up in the Dakotas that wished he was not racing. <laughs> yeah. um, Mark Dobmeyer is up to nine wins. IRA bumper to bumper sprints, um, Greg Wilson. And we're going to talk to Greg uh, coming up in a little bit. Um, first win of 2023. Um, this, is, this is vintage, typical Greg Wilson, mm-hmm. him, Mackenzie, and the two girls. That's all he had. Yep. Go out there and won the race. He won the race by .026 seconds over Brenham Crouch. Brenham, as the point leader, had never won before in the IRA Tour, but he came back Saturday night at Wilmot and scored the win. So he had a second and a first. So kudos to Brenham Crouch as well. So fun stuff. Really, really good stuff. Great, great stuff across the sprint car world. And there you have it. Our Hefner Racing product, Hot Topics. HRP loves karting from sprint carts to road racing to wing outlaw carts. HRP Streeter Superstands are the number one selling brand for karting. Yep, they've got automatic electric lifts, rolling stands, and stackers to carry multiple carts. And just like sprint cars, HRP has racks, engine, engine tire racks, engine racks, speed breakers, and a whole lot line of karting accessories. www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. Love those folks up there at HRP. And uh, love seeing all their stuff out at Millbridge with the carts. I yep. see all of their streeter stands and everything else. Good stuff. All right, we need to step away. We, oh, the other one we're going to talk to is Chase Randall, the Bush's chicken car. Yep. Oh, like his chicken. Well, he's got chicken and he's got a distillery on the the three sixty car. I mean, that's your like ideal. Put that together and it's bada bing. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna beg for product. Now we're going to talk to Chase Randall uh, first up, and then Greg Wilson. So stay with us. Chase Randall joins us next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. 
The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Joining us fresh off from a win at Houston's. He's got to be licking his chops about going into Knoxville this weekend for the 360 Nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston's win was his third win up there. Chase Randall joins us. Hello, Chase. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Welcome to Wing Nation. First time uh, first time yeah. caller in the Wing Nation. Welcome aboard. Um, really, really cool. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Houston's, your success up there. You've got three wins in the 410 car, and it looks like you've got that place uh, figured out somewhat good. Uh, tell us about that win on Sunday night. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a, a good year so far up there. Um, yeah, we got to figure it figured out. Uh, you know, it's been it's, it's been you know a lot of fun traveling up there. You know, every, every weekend almost it feels like after we're in Knoxville and kind of being based around Knoxville and um, getting extra laps up there. Uh, it wasn't you know it wasn't much of a we you know, we weren't deciding to go up there every week. I feel like we were running for points this year to start off. We kind of just made the quick decision. Um, you know, one weekend before they started to kind of go up there on the opening night, kind of get some laps there and kind of see how how the track was and just you know just you know test the waters and. Ended up getting the, in, getting the win that night. Um, and it was just, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where we kind of see how far we can take it. And, you know, just kept going back and, you know, picked up another win um, a few weeks ago. And then um, just been making, you know, making a lot of good moves and, and has a lot of speed there. And, and got another one you know, this past Sunday, which is really cool. And um, racing with Brooke Tattnall and, you know, a lot of the guys that, that run up there, you know, a lot is, is really special. And um, especially all the, the history they have there at Houston is, this is another cool track to race at at such a young age. Chase, I've followed your career for a long time because we have a mutual friend in the Wilcox family. Um, what has this season been like for you? You know, I, like I said, I followed your career through micros up into you running some 360 stuff. And this has kind of been a breakout season. You know, you're talking about beating guys like Brooke Tatnall and running, uh, leading laps with the, the high limits, winning races at Knoxville. What has this been like for you? I mean, I know you're still so young, but it seems like you've really put your name out there on, on the map for everyone to see this year. Yeah, it is, you know, like you said, been a been a, a breakout year, you could say. And uh, it's been, you know, been really, you know, eye-opening for myself too, being, you know, as this is my, you know, my rookie season in a 410. And I didn't, I didn't get very many, you know, didn't get started this year until, you know, in January when I went down to Australia to run a 410 for the first time. Um, so it's been, you know, it's been really cool and a lot of hard work we've put in to, you know, to get where we are, trying to race, you know, everywhere we can to get as many laps, to get speed as quick as possible. And, you know, it's kind of helped out a lot. I'm traveling around the country and running the high limit series and going up to Houston every Sunday and, and running double duty in Knoxville. You know, every every Saturday with the three sixty and the and the the two KS and the four ten class, um, just traveling all over and getting seat time anywhere. It's been helping that out a lot, and I'm just going you know as many races as we can to you know get as much experience you know at such a young age. Yeah, you know, and you talk about that. You talk about the TKS with Troy Renfro. You talk about your your deal. You talk about 
you know, uh, the Wilcox family. How important is it for you to been, uh, has it been to, to get some key people like that around you to help you kind of develop as a sprint car racer? It's been it's been really important. You know, you couldn't do it without some of the supporters you have and you know other people, you know, pushing you to get better and, you know, the support they give and experience and, and just the knowledge from, from them. And, you know, with the Wilcox with the Wilcoxes, I was really you know really thankful to to get to know them at such a young age. I got my first quarter midget um from Eric Wilcox and have known them for, you know, such a long time, racing with them for a while and have now been good friends with them. So it's it's been really cool. I know I'm pretty sure they're coming to the 410 Nationals to to hang out, and they've they've gone to a couple of races um, this year that they've you know been able to see, and um, it's been really cool to, to get to know them and you know, hang out with them a lot, and um, for all the help they give us. Chase, it's neat to see you have success at all these different racetracks. You've you've run well, at, like you said, the High Limits race. You're winning races at Knoxville. You're winning races at Houston, which are so different. Is there a preference? Like, do you like the shorter, more Houston style, or do you do you like the Knoxville a little bit bigger, more momentum? It's I've kind of grown to like Knoxville a lot. Um, for you know most of my career, I, I ran a lot a lot shorter tracks. I feel like um, in in the sprint car and the micros, at least. Um, with ASCS starting, I ran my first season as sprinter with ASCS back in 2020, and did a lot of traveling with them at the short, a lot shorter tracks. So that's kind of what I've been been running on a lot more in my career. But running at Knoxville so much is has been a lot of fun, and it's kind of making me, you know, learn a different style of racing. And with all with the big track, and it's kind of helped me at, at smaller tracks. I feel like just kind of planning out my moves ahead because at Knoxville it's kind of a, you're you're doing a lot of thinking while, while you're driving out there and because it's so big and you're planning all your moves ahead so it's kind of made me look at it a different way and and helped a lot travel traveling to other tracks I feel like around the country um getting you know extra extra um, laps there and just helped learning at when I could say go to a new track or something like that it kind of makes me adapt a little bit easier yeah, it seems like it. That's for sure. And I, I, I want to go a little deeper into that because Erin probably understands everything. She's a race car driver. You're a race car driver. I'm a dumb radio guy. Okay. <laughs> um, you talk about plenty of moves. Is that is that a lot of the the aero stuff that you 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 see at Knoxville that you can then take to the shorter tracks and and momentum and things like that? Is that kind of what you're talking about? That 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 helps you across the board. Yes, exactly. I feel like you know at, at Knoxville the the aero is you know is really huge and a big thing. And it's not really, I mean, you don't think about it too much at short tracks because obviously it's just not in your head and you're going a little bit slower, but it is a big thing. And that's kind of something that that's helped me is kind of picking picking the lanes and trying to go where the people are, not following anybody. And it kind of looks at a different perspective and it kind of helps you out, if you know what I mean. Chase, I know we talked a little bit earlier about the support system you have. We, t- we mentioned Eric Wilcox and the family and then Troy Renfro and the 2KS. I want to mention your dad. I know he's been a, a big supporter of yours. He's been through your career from quarter midgets to micros. What has it been like for him, or, or what is it like for your relationship with your dad to to progress to where you're at now, winning races at such historic racetrack? Yeah, it's it's definitely been such you know such a cool time with him and um, him. I couldn't you know couldn't be here without him and my mom and everything they do. Um, my dad's been you know the biggest him and my mom have been the biggest supporters of my racing and. I've done. No, I couldn't have done anything without him. Uh, we've done so much traveling over the years with quarter midgets going all over across the country, and then the micros, just racing anywhere and everywhere we can. 
um, to you know to be the best. And we we, we go wherever the biggest races are and race with the best people. And it's been you know such such an awesome time with him in our relationship. You know it's been you know every week with each other all the time, no matter what. In a shop, working late nights and early mornings, and up and down the road. 24/7. So that's been, you know, it's been really cool and um, something, you know, that I, I'm cherishing a lot. That is really, really neat. That is for sure. Three 360 wins at Knoxville. Points leader coming into the 360 Nationals. How do you feel about this weekend? How do you approach this weekend? How do you juggle the excitement of the 360 Nationals and then next week the 410 Nationals with the business at hand? How do you go into a good big weekend like this at a track where you've you, you've had a fair amount of success at? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely tricky with kind of the emotions you feel and um, the the big race that's coming up. Uh, it helps out a lot these days that we've been getting so many laps in Knoxville and have learned so much. Um, so we kind of have a really good game plan going in, and um, just the emotions of the big race and kind of you know all the speed we have. You know, we're obviously you know going for the win and everything like that. But it's kind of try not to try not to look at it too much as a different race. It's just just another race for us and, you know, trying to, you know, put the best foot forward we can. And, you know, if kind of we do everything right and kind of do our jobs the best we can and you know, something, you know, a few things happen our way, there's, you know, there's no reason we can't be there at the end and um, have a shot for the win with the 360s. And, um, you know, the, the, just a busy, busy, busy two weeks coming up with the Capitani Classic, the Pro Challenge, and then the 410 Nationals all next week after that is, is another big thing. And, my, for my first four ten nationals coming up, I've you know I have high hopes for that, and I know with the all the knowledge that that Troy has in the in the two KS car, we you know we can have a good shot at that too. Man, that is awesome! That is awesome. Final and most important question, okay? <laughs> you have a chicken sponsor and a distillery sponsor, okay? Do you have any samples of either that you can send? <laughs> I, I know for I know for sure that my dad has has quite a few samples, um, in in Knoxville. If you're going to be there. Um, you, you can come by and try to get some. And I know, for, I actually know that on Thursday night at the Fortune Nationals, they have a big chicken feed after the races. Now that's something that's going on for, you know, several a long, long time now. Mm-hmm. And my um, my dad has been asked to, you know, sponsor some of the chicken. So I know that he's his, he's doing that, and you know people can come try that at the Fortune Nationals if they want. There we go, man. Oh man, we are good to go. We are we are hooked up with chicken. With spirits and a three-time winner at Houston's, three-time 360 winner, and a guy we're going to be watching over the next two weeks. Chase, we do appreciate the time. We appreciate the conversation. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Thanks for having me. There we go. Chase Randall joining us. Wow. What a good young guy. Yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, um, Matt Ham out at 34 Raceway. I uh, had a chance to chat with him and just his humility, his mm-hmm. desire to learn, his devotion, his commitment to family and all of that stuff it's really really cool and then you throw in chicken in the distillery and i mean it's like the whole package right there how'd i do it did i do all right well, well yeah 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 i did all right problem is we're not going to knox i know uh, I was... that's the only problem oh well we need a care we'll package. have to work on that we'll have to work on that that's all right or maybe i could just fly out thursday night for the, just chicken, for the feed. chicken feed just for the chicken feed grab some spirits and, and then have the on... beer bus and yeah all well the, the iowa beer bus that's right oh, oh my gosh cattlemen's yeah. And... yeah you and i've said in that Des Moines Airport on Friday morning. We have of Knoxville that Nationals so Week, sad. and we ain't never doing that again. Yeah. No, we're not. We're, it's almost better, honestly, to not go at all. We're in or we're out, and unfortunately, <laughs> this year it appears that we are the latter. So great to talk with Chase Randall. 
I really love uh, where he's going. Yeah, I think too. that I, I just the think that the future is, is bright. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really good. And speaking of the future, how about a 46-year-old? <laughs> Greg Wilson. Maybe the future is bright. Well, I'm sure the future is bright yeah. for Greg. Absolutely. Yeah, he's got that new crew all together. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie and his team. daughters. The girls team, he's all good to go. We'll talk to Greg Wilson next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night's details at SkagitSpeedway.com. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. So Friday night to me for Greg Wilson is just exactly how you script it, okay? You put your wife and kids in a hall in Ohio, you drive to Plymouth, Wisconsin, one of your favorite racetracks, the Plymouth Dirt Track, Sheboygan, Sheboygan County Fairgrounds. Your favorite names, too. And you're coming (laughs) out from turn number four on the final lap, and you win it by .026 seconds. And joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline is that driver of that Hercules Tires uh, car. Greg Wilson joins us. Hello, Greg. How are you? Uh, Pretty good. Just just really busy, actually running a forklift, trying to uh, get some race cars parts loaded up to go across the pond. So. Just busy, really. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I want to talk about the pond in a little bit and where you're loading race cars up, but um, how about that with McKenzie and the girls as your crew standing in victory lane up at Plymouth? I cannot imagine how good that must have felt, especially knowing it's been a little bit of a struggle this year. That had to be a very rewarding moment, Greg. Yeah, uh, it was, I mean, it was huge. Um, you know, uh, roughly a week before we're, we're in a bad traffic accident with the rig. We probably should have just went home and, you know, I, I don't, it's not it, it, just the whole, the whole trip, even getting all the way back to home was there, there were so many things that happened. I would probably, it, it, it would make a reality show. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and probably half the stuff that I would tell you, people would think that I was exaggerating or they wouldn't believe me anyway, but it was a, it was a very, um, emotional, um, frustrating, exciting, about as much roller coaster of a trip that you could have. But the icing on the cake, obviously, was winning and having my wife and girls as the, as the crew. Um, I, I don't even know how to explain that I felt other than, you know, I, you know, I guys all know I'm a pretty emotional guy. And, it, it, you know, it's one of the things that, like, I'll, I'm never going to forget. And, I um, mean, it was much needed. Um, you know, we guys all, I mean, I've done it so long. I mean, the fact that, Hercules Tire, Ohio Logistics, and DNC Hydraulics, our main players that have been involved a long time. I mean, to go back to our own team this year and to get them a win and an exciting win and to start to be more competitive and kind of to show that, 
me and my family and our team as a whole just don't give up. Um, you know, I just, I, I, just a lot of emotion. Greg, you talked about an exciting win. You won by 0.26 seconds. Talk about the race. You said a late race caution helped you out, but did you even know that you won? Because you win by that little bit of a margin. Did you, did you know right away? Well, no, I tell you what, there, there's multiple things that kind of happened. I mean, the weather was, um, crazy and they were trying to hurry up and get through. And so we kind of, um, as this, as the, as the, the backside of the story goes, we're, we're thrashing around after the heat or the dash. I can't even remember which, to be honest, but we we were just mediocre. We were okay, but we weren't great. And, um, you know, we made some, I, I looked at Lily and obviously she really, I mean, she doesn't know, but she, I'm like, Hey, listen, just say left or right. I don't care. It'll just sway me one way. It's, one way or the other. And we made some big changes beginning of the race. We were kind of, uh, we, we, we were okay. Um, kind of fell back. Um, I think we started sixth and maybe with seventh or eighth and kind of got some cars back right away. And about halfway through the race, um, it started kind of coming to us a little bit and the track cleaned up and I could follow them around the top, but then I could start kind of cheating and running across it. And we started making up time. And, um, I thought, well, you know, I knew they had to be getting close to the end of the race and we were running third, running fours. And I thought, well, we're underneath third place guy. And I'm like, we're going we're to run third here pretty easy. We're never going to catch the leaders. Caution comes out, two to go. Mm. Um, and when the caution comes out, they were all kind of banging it up top. And I was doing that at one end and kind of cheating the other. I'm like, man, they're going to, they, if they get to racing each other, I might have a shot to run second here with two to go. <laughs> like I had no, you know, I had, I, you know, you, you always kind of plan it in your head and, um, so I bumped the wing back a little bit more, and I'm like, well, I know we're usually pretty good on restarts, especially with the things that we changed on the car. And I thought, well, I mean, <laughs> good Lord willing, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna at least get to second, and we'll see what we got. And we went down into one and two, and they all went to the top. And on the restart, like on the white flat or the whatever, green-white checkered, we kind of got underneath them all. And uh, I thought, well, he's going to block me. The leader's going to block me at when we get back around to coming for the checkered and we went down in one and two and he gave me enough room and I ran across there and got up in the lead. And then he kind of crossed me over in three and four. It was, um, Brendan Crouch and he, the, them young guys, they did a great job racing. And, um, uh, it was a lot of fun and, um, you know, it was a very close race. I had no idea we won. They, a red flag come out as we took the checkered and we're all sitting on the back stretch and they're literally on the radio saying, Hey, it's going to take a minute, minute with scoring here to get it figured out who won but the race is over and, you know, obviously pretty exciting with everything that's kind of went on over the last, you know, really month. Um, you know, it, it just, like I said, a very, very emotional win, a very exciting win. And, um, you know, just to be able to do it, to be able to drive race cars and, um, you know, have all the fan support and all the people that have helped and called and made sure that we're okay through everything. And like, um, the teams that have been helping us push the car back, um, you know, it's just, you know, just kind of in the world in general, like it's kind of, it's hard to find help. And, you know, it's not like that we don't want help, but it's just finding the right person, the right fit. But uh, to do it with your family is unreal. So this year you find yourself with Greg Wilson racing back with a W20 car, um, putting the family back together, putting the cars back together, putting the teams back together and everything. How big of a challenge has that been for you guys to 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 piece all of the elements and all of the parts and pieces back together for you guys? Well. You know, I was so fortunate to be able to drive and, you know, for, for Joe Sealing, Joe and Diane Sealing, and be teamed with Andy Potter and, and Joe Lewandowski. And, you know, 
I knew we, we had a really good team, but just sometimes in race and, you know, I, I, you see all these things going on and, you know, it's a mutual split or like there was a people read into it that there was a problem. The only real problem was just there were so many pieces to the puzzle, you know, keeping our partners happy and meshing it with another car owner. It, it's not easy. Yeah. And um, really nobody at fault, but it just couldn't continue on the way that it was. And, um, but that also gave me some time to, time to kind of take a breath, to watch Andy do his thing. And, you know, to try to, and, and when I was driving the 97 car, I realized that you, you still got to have fun. I mean, you know, in life, you still got to have fun or you don't have success anyway. And so we went back to work and kind of, we had a lot of stuff sitting there. Um, and we kind of regrouped and, and we're, I still feel like we are in the pro in the process of still regrouping. Like, um, we're making changes. Um, Kistler's making changes with our motors, and like we're just gradually kind of working towards hopefully being a little more competitive every night. And I feel like it's starting to show. But um, you know, racing's so competitive. You have you just got to be careful because it's a roller coaster, and you know you don't get too high or too low. And um, you know that's that's tough to do. Yeah, um, sure but uh, it's been a lot of work, and you know I'm having a lot of fun with my girls. They're getting old enough that. I think they're realizing that the racing thing, even though they got other things in life. I mean, Lily's trying out for volleyball and Lily's got basketball right now. We're meshing all that with racing and, and it's a, it's just a fun time. Honestly, it's a lot of work uh, just like anybody in you know life, but it, it's pretty enjoyable right now. So I have a parenting question. How do you get your girls to work on your car, be your crew? And they look like they're really enjoying it. I mean, I can't get my daughter to clean her room. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, 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 hey, listen, uh, you, you know, I don't always, we all, me and Kenzie always joke, we don't win parent of the year, year awards all the time, right? <laughs> you know? So like anybody, um, their dad's probably, I don't know how else to put it, but their dad's probably a little bit of a hard ass sometimes and they know not <laughs> to cross my path. And it's a respect thing. Like that's how yeah. I was raised. Yeah. Same. You know, w w with my mom and dad, they, you got your butt cracked if you needed it. And right or wrong, that's how we were raised. And like my girls, when they were younger, you know, now I raise my voice or they see the look in my eye and we don't ever get to that point most of the times. And, yep. you know, they, I'm trying to teach them that whether you want to be around racing or not, if you learn some work ethic mm -hmm. and you know, you want racing is a ton of work. We, anybody listening that's been around a race car, I don't care at what level, whether it's a go-kart or NASCAR or what about all sprint car, whatever, it's a lot of work. And, you know, they've been around it their whole life. They, I, I, I think, and I hope they see their dad, and their mom bust their butt to provide for them doing something that maybe isn't the smartest thing in the world to do. But, you know, hopefully that spills over and whatever they want to do in life, they continue on with that work ethic. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel bad for them at times. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like as a parent, I sit back, I'm like, man, my kids really shouldn't have to, you know, do some of the things or be, see me struggle or, or whatever. But at the same time, I hope that at the end of the day, when they look back on life, like I, 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 you know, like I hear Kenna Jacobs make mention at times that she's made comments to me that, you know, those are some of the best times of her life when she was up and down the road with her dad, you know, and I hope that's the same, you know, and I hope that they, the things that they learn, they carry over. Um, you know, I'm sure they don't always want to be there. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, two different kids. Um, it's crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you watch them be born and you in everything else. And they're just totally two different kids and like how, how they handle things. Like Lily is really methodical and super competitive and Livy loves people and, and, and is 
really good with doing things with the race car and seems to maybe enjoy that side of it a little more. I, I, it's just, this is a lot of fun. I mean, I, I'm, hey. I, I'm so lucky to be a parent. You yeah. certainly are, and parent of the year. I mean, this is the guy. I don't. I wouldn't go that far, Steve. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Here's my, here's my. Let me finish my point here. This is the guy and his wife that, when he was full time on the World of Outlaw Tour, had Jason and Paul side sit the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're yeah. fine. I yeah. mean, they got we their education young. About- we actually just talked about the Golden Corral experience with, with Paul and Jay. Uh, you know, here recently we were actually going somewhere and there was still a Golden Corral. And Livy's like, you remember when Paul and she's like, I remember that the, the ice cream fountain and the chocolate. And they just let us eat whatever we wanted. And I'm like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, because we were up all night with the we were up all night with yeah. the sugar rush. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is awesome. It but, is you know, awesome. That's what, yeah. That, you know, even today with everything that's been going on and the struggles and, and the crazy things that have happened, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, I, I'm not one. I wear everything on my on my shirt sleeve, I feel like. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I when I say thank you to the fans and the people, I genuinely mean it. I mean, like we've had so many people that see it going on. I mean, there was a gentleman up in, um, at um, Plymouth on Friday and I could see his face. I, I don't even know if I re- could remember his name, but he's literally watching it all go on. And he's like, this is really cool watching you and your family do this. You're like, you're pretty well oiled machine for being, you know, just two young girls doing this. I'm like, well, I mean, I, I, I'm proud of that. Right. But he's like, you guys are working too hard. Can we go get you something to eat or something? Like what wow. you guys are, those are the kind of people that make racing. And, yeah. you know, sometimes I don't even know if they realize it, but it means, it means a ton to me and my family. And, other teams, I mean, the Rudine Racing team and Derek Miller and, and, and Todd, like they've all, when we've been part by them, I'm just giving you an example. Like they've helped. Um, there was teams helping us push the car back and forth. Um, you know, uh, Tyler Rankin's crew was helping us push the car back and forth this weekend. I mean, it's just pretty cool how the, how the sport is. Really, yeah. truly is. Really, truly is. How um, You said you were loading some cars up to send them across the pond. What are you, what are you working on with the forklift now? Well, uh, you know, obviously we try to, you know, I, I, I guess I try to network and take care of our partners. So we got it kind of set up to, for some folks in um, New Zealand to warehouse and stuff here at Ohio Logistics. And um, uh-huh. uh, we use their facilities and we load, load about four containers a year. I was always kind of in the background and, and just kind of helping people connect to things. And a good friend of mine, Ed Nokis, got really sick. He's not in very good shape. And he was the one that kind of took care of everything. And, um, I guess right now at the moment, we're kind of hoping he gets better, but, uh, kind of me and the family had to kind of take it over and help them guys out. And so we're, we're doing a container full of race car parts and, and, and different materials for their business and loading the container up and helping them get loaded and get it across. So get headed that way. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a way for, to help our team out financially a little bit, do a little extra work. And, um, you know, but it helps a lot of our partners out, a lot of our suppliers, um, you know, like Winner's Performance, um, KSC Steerings, um, Ultra Shield, all people that are actually involved with our team um, that, you know, we kind of help help get them looped together and, and they buy some parts and, 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 you know, building material for their companies and we help load it up. Nice. Good stuff. Final question for you. We have a mutual friend, uh, Camilla Jesko. Uh, of course, you're sponsored by Hercules. For years, we were. We've gone in our separate ways as far as that goes, but we enjoyed such a wonderful relationship. That wonderful relationship was because of Camilla. Um, how's Camilla doing? She's still part of your race team and everything. Is everything good with our friend she, Camilla? Listen, huge part of my race team. Um, 
you know, she, she has been lucky enough um, to, to um, go to work for Ford performance. Yep. And um, she's, she's been learning the ropes at Ford and um, doing, 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 you know, for a while there, she was missing the, the hands-on involvement because, you know, I, I mean, I guess I don't know, but like, as she, as you make a change like that, getting your feet wet and learning how a new business works, you know, she, she had some struggles, but uh, she's doing great. Um, just talked to her yesterday. Um, she helps. So with a lot of the PR stuff with our team and, and um, helps keep the ball rolling on our end stuff that as you guys well know, I'm not, I'm not a big uh, social media guy to speak of. And, and so she helps with all that stuff. And if it wasn't for her, um, I don't even know where our team would be. She's, she's like part of our family and um, so grateful that she's, she's doing well and uh, doing and still helping our team. That is awesome. She is a wonderful, wonderful person and a great asset to, to whoever she's working for. And in this case, it's Greg Wilson uh, Racing. Greg, congratulations on the win. Hopefully we'll talk to you later on this season after a few more here. But thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Yeah, as always, thank you so much for having us. And um, like, I, like I said, again, just thanks to everybody that's reached out over the past couple of weeks with everything going on. And I mean, it, it. like I said, I genuinely mean it. Um, I don't like to, you know, blow smoke or whatever and it's not it's not just to say it to say it i mean it's a lot of people have reached out and offered help um and all of it and just so thankful to be a part of the sport and to be a part of hercules tire ohio logistics and dnc hydraulics i mean they make make our deal go around and just appreciate you having us and um continue the good work guys sounds like fun we'll do that you can do do that and we'll be in good shape thanks greg all right thank you Greg Wilson joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Having a great time. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post. I love uh, Chase Rand. Different ends of the spectrum with racing. Yep. Um, but just really, really good folks. That's for sure. Uh, let's talk about it. Our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame Museum uh, birthday or Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Now, really quiet other than today. Ronnie Allen, Jeff Bloom, Ralph Hankinson, and Enos M. Diz Wilson birthdays today. But. While it's quiet on the birthday calendar, it's not quiet at one sprint car place in <laughs> Knoxville, Iowa. Um, they've got their Salute to Williams Grove going on. Yeah. So a really, really nice display there. Um, our buddy uh, has been working on autograph sessions, Shane Carson. Shane? So Shane's got autograph sessions lined up all next week for 10 Nationals. Yeah, I do. Right there. Um, Q&A sessions. Different group sessions. I saw Blake Anderson's doing a Meet the All-Stars, and uh, Tony, I think, is doing yeah. Meet the Locals. Dave and, Argerbright has something. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of great stuff, uh, sessions in the upstairs area there uh, next week. And, of course, and you've got a shot this year, folks. Because I'm not going. That's right. I'm... The gift shop is all open, and Erin won't clean the place out <laughs> like she's tried to do the last couple of years with Kate. We, we've done a good job. Yeah, absolutely. So... 
make sure as you go to Knoxville this week for 360 Nationals all next week for the Nationals that the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, it's turn two, right off from turn number two. Make sure you spend time there. Uh, I always like, my favorite thing is I go in and do the gift shop and kind of do maybe a session and sit down. But then I like to go in at one time when it's a little quieter, maybe early in the morning and just walk around. And boy, I'm telling you, it is phenomenal. So they do a great job out there. And uh, fun stuff, that is for sure. This weekend, well, we don't even have to get to this weekend, Aaron. We got one tonight. Kokomo. They're headed to the Kokomo, the High Limit Sprint Car Series. <laughs> going to be fun, that's for sure. Yep. World, World of Outlaws. World of Outlaws, the big one. I love this race. The Ironman 55 at Peevely. That is so awesome. That really, it truly is. It's a fun is. race to yep. watch, for Really, sure. truly is, yes. And hopefully Ken Schrader will be happier with the folks at Peevely than he was at Paul Tracy last week. <laughs> I love Schrader. Yeah, who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> when you piss off Ken Schrader... <laughs> Didn't Dale Jr. say that? He had a yeah. quote like... Yeah, if you do that, you you got to work hard to do that. <laughs> um, we're talking about yeah. SRX, and yeah. Paul did something, and Ken didn't like it, and it was not the first time. Um, and so Ken finally just said, that's it, I'm done. And I'm like, I don't think we've ever witnessed a <laughs> hacked-off Ken Schrader. No. Um, so, but they're at his racetrack this week, Beavley for the Ironman 55, yeah. and then Knoxville, 33rd Annual 360 Nationals, 12th Annual Capitani Classic. And then Monday, 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 our main man, Terry McCarl's got the Sage Fruit Front Row Nationals, $21,000 to win. Yep, the party and a race breaks the out. The party and a race breaks out, T-Mac. <laughs> man, with T-Mac, I don't even know if T-Mac's running the 410 Nationals. He hasn't been running a lot of 410 stuff. He says he doesn't like to race against the boys, and I know Austin and... Carson was looking for a ride, I think Carson said. But uh, T-Mac, you get him where he just got the front row nationals on the docket that week. That's ought to really crank up the party a little <laughs> bit. Um, fun stuff. Really good. Knoxville weekend. Uh, Knoxville weeks. Uh, Ten days, basically, from this Thursday's 360 nationals right through the big one next week. It is going to be awesome. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Knoxville, Austin McCarls, our guest on our Wing Nation television program presented by Sage Trude. He's the point leader out there. Uh, we record these on Monday. Ashley and I do. We had a wonderful visit with Austin. Um, really, really cool stuff. I uh, really have gotten to enjoy getting to know Austin yeah. and uh, then seeing him with his new son and everything. I just think that uh, it's cool. So it's a good show. It is Wednesday night on Rev, Friday afternoon on Mav TV. Wing Nation gear is available wherever you get your, uh, or wherever. Justin Pack and the Tom Book Motorsports trailer goes, or you can go to www.shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com, and get your Wing Nation gear. So there you have it. We do appreciate Chase Randall and Greg Wilson for joining us here on the program, and uh, in that time of year, we're a lot of sprint car talk. Yep, there you see, is. You see the silly season continues on, now Tim Schaefer's out of the Grove car? This has been a wild Tim is, mid-race season, silly Tim season. Tim is third in points. The team owner is fifth in points. And at this point, nothing really surprises me. No, no, nothing does. <laughs> and it's, it's almost like, oh, every morning, let's check what happened. You know, there, there's something yeah. new every day right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my conventional wisdom is let's get through Knoxville and do something. Yeah. We're all, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Well, it really open, is. that doesn't happen. Then things will really go crazy if oh people start. <laughs> what happens there. Yeah. Logan Wagner in the uh, 69K yeah. at Port, which is not a bad combination. No. It's not a bad combination. That's going to be interesting to see how that goes and then who goes in the one car. So 
Stay tuned. When the music stops, grab a seat. Absolutely. (laughs) She's Erin Evernham. I'm Steve Post. Thank you for joining us this time on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on Turn 4 in Daytona, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.